Welcome to the Porter Group Podcast, where we reserve the right to talk about anything regarding Memphis and real estate. This is part one of our three-part series on maximizing your property as a seller. And today you're listening to me, Reese Porter, and Terry Porter, our lead listing agent and CEO, talk about the importance of taking care of the deferred maintenance on your property when you're getting ready to sell. Hope you enjoy. Three little snippets that I want them to get in their head. Yeah. You know, number one, it's a it's a competitive market. If if you're if you're going to get out there and maximize your property, then you need to be prepared to maximize your property. That's that's just yeah. number one. And maximizing kind of, meaning like uh, the way it looks or the money you're going to get or what? Both, like, both. Hey, you know, maximize your property as far as looks. Deferred maintenance. That's a huge one. That one's huge. You know, you can, you can put a lot of lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig, you know? So right. you got to maximize as far as get rid of the deferred maintenance and just present a product that somebody walks in and they go, yeah, you've got location. I want to be in this school district. Plus you've got value because I don't have to come in here and worry about, I've got all these issues with this house, you know, that kind of thing. Just speaking yeah. into those types what are, of things like, for people. What are the... When you say deferred maintenance, like what maintenance, what are the, what are the things that you see? I mean, what's all like the, the okay, a hundred percent, this is going to happen. Yeah. All the, all the time it's, you know, people get into a house and you know how it is. You live in it and you just kind of live with something. It just sort of doesn't work or whatever. Or yeah. you know that you have a little bit of a drainage issue at the corner of your house and it's starting to kind of create a little issue with, you know, foundation, or you got a little roof leak, or you've got some rot, rotted wood is such a huge one. You know, on the corners of everybody's garage, the bottom portion of it is rotted out. And when a buyer walks up and walks around a house, it's the first thing they see, you know, all this rotted wood. And like yesterday, that listing appointment that I went on, I walked mm -hmm. up and everything looked good and they had painted and it was fresh and it was all this kind of stuff. The back door gets a splash from a very short overhang, right? And there's no gutter yeah. there. So what it's done is over the course of seven years, splashed back onto that bottom panel of that door. And it, it's, it's soft, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's no interior intrusion of water. There's nothing that you would be like, oh man, every time it rains, I'm going to have water here on the, you know, back patio, blah, 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 blah. It's not that. But when a buyer walks around there and sees that, you're like... This is this needs to be addressed. Well, it could have been addressed with a little piece of gutter with a diverter on the roof right there to divert it over to the gutter, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, just so many different things, but people don't do that when they're living there because they're like, oh yeah, that splashes, I don't notice it until now. Yeah. But it's a $1,200 exterior back door though, right? Yeah. So now yeah. In, in sales, you can't fix that lower panel on that door because it's an exterior fire rated door, <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah. so now you got that, you know, so that's the kind of, well, and like to a seller, it's like, well, it's just a little splash, but a buyer has, hasn't been living there for five, 10 years and doesn't know what caused it. No, they don't. And to them, it could be, it's it huge. could be a roof leak that's drained its way all the way down the wall and is soaking up at the bottom of the door or whatever. And because their yeah. inspector comes in and he's doing his job and pointing out deficiencies. And then they ask him, well, why? And then he gives them two or three different scenarios. And obviously yeah. 
you know, and they, one of those they is choose, always worst case. It is. It is. And they it choose. It has to be because if an inspector is good, he's going to tell them, hey, right. worst case scenario is half this house half of this house is rotted out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we can see this. We don't know what we can't see and what they've covered up. You know? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. oh, my gosh. You know. So, so their answer was, well, let's just see if it comes up on inspection. And I said, okay, so you know this is a $1,200 replacement, right? And you're prepared for that. So let's disclose it that you know you have some soft wood there on that and that right. you're not, you know, this is not exact, you know, you're not going to replace that door at this point, but you're aware of it. Well, that kind of softens that, you know, because the buyer, yeah. the inspector talks about it and the buyer goes, oh, yeah, we know about that. We're trying to decide whether or not we want to address it. That's it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and if you're the seller and you disclose it, then it gives you an opportunity to be, first of all, you need to disclose it. Mm -hmm. Second of all, it gives you an opportunity to to address it and set an expectation for the buyer and say, hey, we're aware of this. This is how that happened. Mm -hmm. It's not a major structural issue. It's no, like it hasn't caused any problems for us. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, mm -hmm. obviously it's not perfect, but mm -hmm. we are aware of this and it's caused by X instead of like them finding out about it. And then right. if, they found about, if they find out about it from their inspector... <clears throat> They're not going to believe anything the seller says at that point. Right. You know? And and the thing is, the door really doesn't need to be replaced at this point because it's still operational. So you know what you can do? You can do you can do a concession on closing costs or whatever. And then at their leisure, when they feel like it's time to replace it, then they can do it down the road. Now, most people don't want to do that. Yeah. And this is a $600,000 house. So in my book, I'm like, guys, that $1,200 is the best $1,200 you're going to spend. Yeah. Do it. What are some of the What are some of the other like tried and true uh, deferred maintenance things that you see? Um, gutters that have the wrong slope. It's caused it to back up, so you've got lots of corner fascia and soffit. Um, you know, wood basically rot. rotted wood. Yeah, mm -hmm. basically rotted wood everywhere. People don't look. People don't go outside their house every day and look up and yeah. see those things. And they, they notice it when you got a dripping gutter on a corner and they go outside and they're like, I wonder why that's dripping. And then they look up and they see that. But most people kind of let it go and don't do it until it's like time to repaint the house, you know? Yeah. So when you go out and when people find out they've got to sell or when they decide they want to, that's when, you know, you walk around and you take care of all those things. But those are super, super common. And then the other thing is, okay... The roof, it's not brand new, but it's okay. It's not leaking, but they had a roof leak one time, so there's a place in the ceiling where yeah. it leaked. And it wasn't like the drywall came down, but it left a mark. You know, you see that all the mm -hmm. time. And there's no issue there now. It's a non-active leak. So at this yeah. point, let's just kills it. Let's paint the whole ceiling. Let's get it, because you fixed the problem. That's the you repair. That's how repair. you repair that. That's right. You just didn't complete. Yeah. You know, people are just like, well, we got the leak stopped. But, you know, we never did have the painter come in and really address this. But there's no issue here. So we'll just let them know that we fixed it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's, we got to finish that because yeah. that's, they're going to, that's going to create a pause for them. Well, well and also, yeah, yeah. And also it's another one of those cases where you paint that because for two reasons. One, 
you're trying to get your house ready to sell it. Like make your house look as mm-hmm. good as possible, mm-hmm. but you're not trying to cover something up that's there. You fix mm-hmm. the leak. What what also happens when you paint that stain is then you can tell if it's still leaking. If the stain yeah. comes back, then you have an active leak. That's part of fixing the problem. Right. You know, if you have yeah, a stain yeah. on your ceiling and then you think, quote unquote, that you fixed the leak and yeah. that stain stays there for three years, well, you're, lo- you're kind of looking at it every single day. If it grows by 12 inches, you're not going to notice it over a year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you paint it, then you know if it comes back or not. That's Mm -hmm. how you, like, that's that's exactly deferred maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, what's the benefit, like, like if I'm a seller, because, like, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about selling my house right now, and Mm -hmm. even as a real estate agent, Mm -hmm. like, what's the benefit of me fixing that before somebody comes out? Or, like, let's say that door is $1,200, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the benefit of me fixing it now as opposed to maybe not fixing it, maybe they don't notice it, and then if they notice it, giving them $1,200 on the back end in, through closing costs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, well, you know, when you get your house ready to sell, the, the main thing you want to do is just remove any issues because if they are looking at your house and they're looking at three other ones that are in the same school district, the same price range, have the same amenities, all that kind of mm-hmm. thing, if they're looking at all those, then you've got a $1,200 door that you've not, you've not addressed it. You apparently don't think that's important. And then that caught, you know, an agent will say, hey, notice that. Look at that. We're going to have to address that. You don't want to inherit a $1,200 door fix. You want right. that done. You're paying for a good product. You want that to be a good product when you buy. This other one over here, look what they've done. They've taken care of everything. They've disclosed yeah. exactly what they did. So it gives the buyer confidence, and that's what you want to do, you know, yeah. you, because then then, then they're willing to pay your market price and not cut right. you on that. So you've helped yourself tremendously on several levels, you know. There's yeah. a goodwill well, level. Even so, yeah, that. and that's a great point because – even so, and, and, you know, there's a psychology to selling and everything. Sure. We're under contract in the house right now. Mm-hmm. And they, when that, when you walk into a house and everything, the deferred maintenance has been taken care of, there's a, there's a sense that, oh, this person cares about this house and yeah. they've taken care of this house, not mm-hmm. just in the last three months, but mm-hmm. over the lifetime of living here, mm-hmm. you go into a house and it's got, you know, five, six little 300 to $1,500 fixes that never got fixed mm-hmm. or whatever, you're thinking, well, what do they not know about that they just mm-hmm. don't pay attention to, that they haven't fixed, that, mm-hmm. you know, is going to blow up in my face in a year and a half, you it know? It puts you and as I think a buyer right. on like, alert. Yeah, you're yeah. on alert now, you know, looking and for I think, whatever. I think, too, like, I even forget as a seller that, like, you know, fresh eyes can find so many more things than, mm-hmm. you know, jaded eyes on a house. And buyers, too... Mm-hmm. Even though they may know they're not buying a brand new house, it's new to them. They're expecting something new and exciting. They don't want to walk into a, you know, uh, inherit a bunch of problems, like you said. You know, they, they want no. to walk into a scenario where it's like, we're excited about this house. Not like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a good house, but we've mm-hmm. got to fix this. We, we have to negotiate this. We have to do this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, as a seller, if you get, ex- a, especially in this market, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you get a buyer excited about a house, mm-hmm. I mean, you can, they're going to get everything you want and more. Yeah. I mean, literally, yeah. you're going to get everything you want and sometimes more than your asking price in this market. That you, you know? absolutely will. You absolutely will. And you want to you want to create that atmosphere where the buyer can come in and say, I, I'm going to absolutely put my stamp on this. I'm going to change things cosmetically. It'll be mine. Yeah. I can vision yeah. 
X, Y, or Z because this would be us. You know, we'll make it ours. But you don't, ha- you don't. They don't come in there and go, ugh. You know, it, yeah. let's weigh whether or not this is a value to us. You know, you want right. you want to create that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, the Porter Group podcast number one: deferred maintenance. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Anything, anything else you want to add for <laughs> listeners before <laughs> we go? I think, I think I'm good. I'm out of coffee. That's, what, that's all I can say. <laughs> I know. I've been out of coffee for like 15 minutes, so that means we're done. That's we're right. Super done. We're done. We're done. Um, Thanks for listening. I hope you found some value or entertainment in that. This podcast is just one part of our brand new digital experience at The Porter Group. Feel free to check out the rest at theportergroup.com or on Instagram and Facebook at TPG Memphis. Thanks again. See you next time.